Welcome to the Audit Room, the number one podcast where you can share your audit experiences, ask questions, and get expert coaching and feedback. Episodes are recorded live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Chicago Time, 12 noon New York, and 6 p.m. Berlin. So be sure to check the show notes to join our next meeting and get all your auditing questions answered. Now, here are our hosts, Trent Russell and Tracy Marquardt. This podcast is brought to you by Green Skies Analytics, the services firm that helps auditors leapfrog up the analytics maturity model. Their approach for launching audit analytics programs with a series of proven quick win analytics will guarantee the results worthy of the analytics hype. Whether your audit team needs a data strategy, methodology, governance, literacy, or anything else related to audit and analytics, visit greenskiesanalytics.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Quality Assurance Communication. If you're an internal auditor who wants to take your own or your team's communication skills and audit results to the next level, who wants to create more for yourself, your team, and your organization, no matter where you work around the globe, then check out Quality Assurance Communication at qacommunication.com. Hey, everybody. This is the Audit Room. We are live every Tuesday at 11 Central Standard Time. That's 11 Chicago time. Uh, you can join us live by connecting with Tracy and myself on LinkedIn, where we post um, constantly. <laughs> I think we start on Friday and kind of stop on uh, Tuesday after the recording. So if you follow us, inevitably, you will, um, you'll see the promotion and you'll see the link to join us live where you can uh, ask your questions live uh, to our guest or drop them in the chat where Tracy and I will uh, be sure to get those out to you. I am your co-host and moderator, Trent Russell. I'm the founder of Green Skies Analytics, uh, where we help launch internal audit analytics programs and data teams. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Tracy Marquardt. Hi there, everybody. I am your audit communication consultant. Everything about audit communication and how it can help you increase productivity and leadership skills of your team. And from report writing to presenting audit results to interviewing your global competence skills in communication, um, that's what I'm here for you. And very excited today because we have Sabina Charles with us and we've had several conversations already, but as a little background, um, Sabina is, she's been chief executive officer, she's global audit executive, instructor, author, background in consulting, all kinds of knowledge on strategic planning, effective mentorship, um, operational processes. And what I love about Spina is she's always looking for ways that we can do better, how we can improve our practices, our processes, our communication, and get better results for everyone. So um, Sabina, over to you and um, feel free to drop in because I know it's important. You've got a summit coming up on August 17th and 18th and you've got an audit leadership program. So hopefully you'll let us know more about that as we pro progress. Sure. Okay, so thank you very much for having me. I, I am open to questions. At the end of the day, I'm here to really express that I am an advocate of internal audit. At the end of the day, we are here to add value and we cannot add value if we do not develop ourselves. We need to first make sure the house is in order before we could go into other homes and start providing services. So as TAPA Institute, we provide, we help professionals pass certification exams. We are focused on internal audit with our leadership program where we're really helping not only passing exams, 
but passing exams and learning a skill that can help you develop and become that excellent and expert professional. Thanks, Savine. And, and, and the topic is thinking outside the box and audit, but I did want, because you have all these great stories about people that you've helped pass a certification. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to recall the details of one you've shared with me before, but I, I feel like it was somebody that uh, had like failed the CPA like eight times or something to that effect. Uh, just whatever the most like <laughs> outlandish uh, story that you have, I think would, would be appreciated. Well, you know, before I was thinking, I was talking to my husband saying, oh, I'm going to be on a podcast. And he says, what are you going to talk about? I said, I'm going to talk about how I use internal audit to find a mate. And he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yes, that's how I. And then he was just kind of giving me this look like, really, are you going to talk about that? Because that caused us a lot of problems in the beginning of our relationship, because what I did was. I used the internal audit process to find a mate. I created my benchmark. Yeah, who doesn't? And I identified all the key things that I wanted and I put scores on it. And then when I go to date, that's like my planning document, correct? And I put the scores and I say, A, B, and C, these are the things that I'm looking for. Because sometimes we get distracted like auditors by the glitz. By, we get distracted by things that are not relevant to the subject matter. So my focus was to get married. So, so I had this document. I actually went on dates and I filled out the document as if it was an audit. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. This is what I'm going to say. I mean, I'm hyper analytical, but that that's, uh, that's even beyond me. <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm telling you. So that's how I kind of started out speaking. You know, that's how I use audit in my life. Yeah, so I've, always, huh? I've always, and I've talked to some other folks about this, but I've always wanted to kind of get pulled over speeding and go, you know, and just kind of walk them through like, okay, what's the risk? Uh, if you apply your judgment, like all of our just like typical audit stuff and hopefully yeah. be like, okay, is it, you know, does, does give me the ticket when I was going seven miles an hour, does that, you know, is, is the risk high enough? There's no pedestrians around this part of town. Like I'm not going to hit anybody, but um, yeah, let us know how that works out. (laughs) Well, somewhat fortunately, I haven't had to use that yet, but (laughs) all right. That is a great story, but is there, do you, do you recall that story I'm talking about? I think it was somebody that was trying to pass their CPA. Well, yeah, because see, the thing is that I have, yes, I think um, I've recently found someone who failed uh, another person 14 times. That's it. Who recently just came back. No, this is another person. Oh, okay. This is a new, it's a woman. The other guy, it was a guy. This is a woman who came to me failing 14 times in distress to try to pass the CPA exam. And the first thing I do is understand what, what they're doing. Because you know what it is? We put things, we're a cookie cutter, cookie cutter type of approach where they have materials out there and you just say, do A, B, and C, and you do A, B, and C, and it's not working for you. And what I do is analyze their, the way she processes information and come up with a customized approach for her. Again, it's using, using the foundational of, well, for the CPA, internal audit, and then of relating it to the individual so they can understand how to process the info. Yeah, and I know your. Yeah, well, she's she's a new client, so 
but okay. I have an 85% pass rate, but yeah, she's a new client. She's just starting the process. Hopefully, you know, we're working through. Good stuff. I think the other one for the success uh, story was like eight or nine times they had felt it or, yeah. so, or uh, something to that effect. And they passed with you. And then they passed. I mean, they're my biggest advocate. I don't even, this, some of these people pass five, six years and they're still sending people over because I don't only help them pass the exam. I teach them a technique that they could use to actually get promoted. People have told me they use my technique to get promoted in their job. That makes me feel so wonderful because, yeah, and I love that. And I love how people are progressing and doing well in their lives because at the end of the day, it's promoting our profession. We are elevating internal audit. We are elevating the accounting profession. We're elevating individuals and ourselves. And that's what it's all about. I love that. Elevating internal audit. Beautiful. <laughs> and your, I know we've talked uh, in in more detail about how exactly uh-huh. you do that, and it is definitely outside the box type of way of looking at how you pass a CPA or any other kind of certification. But uh, relative to audit, what box do you think audit is stuck in right now that we need to think outside of? Well, right now I'm working. Uh, I'm. I don't know if you guys know. I'm working on my doctorate. And I'm focusing on emotional intelligence and and leadership performance and the correlation between the two. And I think at this point with technology, we're always focused on technology, technology, technology. Yes, that is important, but there's a people element to it and how people and technology relate and how we can apply that to our clients and being able to be aware of what are the pain points is so important. And I think that's where we get stuck because we want to approach it in a systematic, you know, systematic approach. Systematic approach, sometimes some people translate as being putting blinders up and not necessarily kind of taking a look at different, at looking at it with a different lens. That is where we get kind of stuck. I love that concept of looking at it through different lenses. I mean, when we, when we don't switch up the lens or when we don't move our position to look at it from a different angle, we don't see the possibilities and we're stuck, right? Because when we say thinking an internal audit should think more outside the box, I think we're just stuck in these four walls and we can't innovate and we can't create more and add more value if we're stuck in those four walls. And you know, and you know how we always talk about the three lines of defense Some people interpret it as I cannot speak to the first line. I can't Mm -hmm. speak to the second line. That kind of thing. Again, that's interpretation. That's limiting limiting our ability. We need to talk to the other areas and the different lines of defense so we could better add that value. Because if we don't understand what's happening in the front line, how are we going to uh, protect and ensure that we're auditing effectively? So I encourage to join and go in front of, just get invited. You'll crash the party, crash the party. Just say, hey, I heard you're having a meeting. (laughs) And then you just attend. Don't say anything, just listen because they don't want you there anyway. So you got to crash the party. I love it. I do too, that's great. What, why do you think we're stuck? Is it because of like, we have these standards and we feel like we have to adhere to those. So it's hard to break out of those or, is it um, maybe even just a 
maybe if we stereotyped auditors as being hyper analytical or something like that, that we just kind of, that's what we want is a, a methodology to follow. And I don't want to, I don't want to have to be creative. I don't want to have to go outside that box. I think it's mindset. Yeah. I think honestly, we, a lot of people think we're the stepchildren of the CPAs. Mm-hmm. And then, so we act like we're the stepchildren of the CPAs. And so I think that we need to really start thinking us as independent thinkers and strategists in the organization. And we're not CPAs and it's okay to be a CPA, but it's not like, oh, I didn't make, I didn't pass the CPA. So I guess I'll be an auditor. That should not be the thinking pattern in my head. Internal audit provides a service. And if we really believe it and we really kind of live that, we can be unstoppable. And it's okay to be technical and analytical, but we need some people to be a little bubbly and you know just a little bit outside of the box type of thing. Because you know what I do at work? Well, now with COVID, it's a little bit different. I work in a very, very Jewish organization. I am not Jewish, mm-hmm. and it's a very male dominant kind of environment. And I'm not male. So they have something, they do their prayers and they, they do their prayers at 1.40 in the, in the afternoon, they do their prayers. And so all my men are in there. So that's when they transact, just like, you know, on the golf course, they transact during, after prayers. So you know what I do? I wait right outside the door. <laughs> so when they're coming out, then I'm like, oh, John, I'm making names up now. Mary, well, not Mary, but John, Steve, da, da, da. And then I had those conversations because I, I figured out the culture. The culture is that they all transact during that, that, that prayer meeting. So I can't necessarily go into the room because I'm not, a, I'm not a male and I'm not of their religion. So I stand outside and then that's when I transact with them. So you have to kind of think outside the box, constantly trying to figure out where you could insert yourself so you could start learning and understanding. So you could go back into the back cave and then come up with your, your formula to how to better audit. But that's brilliant though, because when you're standing outside the door, what you've done is you've, you've understood who you're working with and, and what their needs are and what happens around it. And then you've taken, put yourself in that situation and that's how you can get results. And I think everybody can do that in all kinds of different ways and situations in the audit world and inside audit and outside audit. Definitely. Yeah. But it is scary sometimes. (laughs) This has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but we go to a Jewish community center as our gym. There's a pool. uh, They have a daycare. That's where our kids been going. Uh, And we aren't Jewish either. But when you walk in the floor mat set and I live in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. So the um, the mat when you walk in says Shalom, y'all. And it's one of my favorite Uh things. (laughs) It's just like bringing those two things together. uh, Bring the cultures together. Yeah, I love that. So. Um, well, you're talking about changing mindset and, and anytime someone brings that up, I always have to ask, uh, how you would go about doing that. Cause that's advice that I hear given often is you have to change your mindset, especially within data. You have to have, you have to develop a data mindset. And it's like, how do you, how do you do that? You know, that, that it's, it's not easy for sure. And it takes, um, if nothing else, I feel like intent on doing that. It can't just be up oh, mindsets changed. I mean, you have to really you know, for me, it's reading books is the way I get into a, a given mindset. But do you have any um, any thoughts on how to 
develop that mindset for the the auditor that wants to be, let's say, more outside the box or more creative or wants to get out of the the day-to-day kind of doing the same thing-ish everyday mindset? Well, two things come to mind. See, for you, you're reading, you you said reading is the way you mm-hmm. kind of expand your mindset. That's a very personal question because everyone approaches uh, reading would not change my mindset per se, but meditation may, because that gives me an opportunity to be creative and kind of sit there quietly. And then thoughts come up learning new things. I think actually also could change your mindset because you're learning through the books. I'm learning through perhaps in silence. So it kind of, I guess the overall response to it, is really expanding your immediate environment. And it could come through reading, meditation, taking a class, taking a data analytics class. I know you teach those type of things. So taking a writing class, how to improve your writing of, of reports. And I know, Tracy, you do that. So that's what I mean. Just really kind of say, you know what? Let me just take a class. I think I know how to write a report, but perhaps I may not know all the bells and whistles, or I may learn a new technique. So again, it's not just going for CPEs. I think that's what CPEs are meant to be, but now we're just taking it because we have the, we need to keep you know, our, our certifications up. Yeah. But CPEs are there for us to really expand our horizon. So again, I think the mindset has to change and it may not just necessarily talk about audit, maybe try a new flavor of ice cream. Just do something different because that will extend into your workplace. It'll extend into your activities in your life. And I, I think that's what's beautiful. Sorry, sorry, Sabine. I think it's beautiful that you're talking about this because some, some people, some auditors don't realize they can, there's, there's opportunity. They maybe don't think, well, I should change my mindset. Like it doesn't even cross their minds. And so by having these conversations, we're opening people to the possibility that if you do consider changing your mindset, you can create more opportunities. I, I started out with a French Spanish literature major. I was not an accountant. So I'm coming to this at a different angle. When I teach, I teach differently than the typical accountant who has done A, B, and C, though I have my accounting degree. But that's what it is. It's really approaching it and looking at things differently. And if you do something like perhaps, well, maybe you walk down the street and you always go left or something. And so the next day you should try to do right. Move, go around the block a different way. That is a way to change your mindset and the way you approach things. Perfect. And, and I feel like for, for me anyway, it has to be almost daily. Like it's not a take a two hour course and six months yeah. later, I still have the mindset for me. That's how it works anyway. And now that I'm, I'm thinking about this, there's a couple of things that I've seen like a, um, like an act of kindness, um, challenge almost. And so it's whatever, 75 days, and it has, uh, you know, do this thing by the, you know, you, you're in line at Chick-fil-A by the person's meal behind you, like things like that. And that kind of puts you in that mindset. Or um, there was another one that was, and I don't know what it was called, but you're supposed to do something different every day. So there's a different like challenge. One of them being like 
go to a public setting and just lay down on the floor. Which makes well, me uncomfortable uh, even. Yeah, don't, don't do that in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> a safe. Well, people just walk over you though. Yeah, but. yeah. Uh, which kind of makes me uncomfortable even thinking about it. But there's just different uh, challenges like that that do kind of make you. And I think one of them and where this was coming from, I think one of them was like take a different way home today. You know, drive a different yeah. route or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I, I think. Mean, that's the way to, yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, walk around the block a different day. I do a lot of walking, but I, I vary my route because I see different things and it makes me think about different things and that could lead to something else. So, yeah, absolutely. Pick up a hobby. Start drawing. There'd be horrible in it, but just do it <laughs> because it works out. See, this is how I train people to pass exams because I use different techniques on the person. Like I just recently, and I was telling you this before, that I took a textbook and I made it a comic book mm -hmm. just so that people could start processing and looking at it differently. It's the same content as the CPA exam, but I converted it into a graphic textbook. I have Legos, I've created games. And when I had my audit leadership live, I used to do these projects so that they could really, really embed and understand how audit works. So changing it up, but having that foundation of what we know as internal audit or the CPA or accounting or information security, whatever it you have, using that foundation and just kind of thinking about it with, okay, what would my significant other think about this and how would they approach it? Just really just always thinking of new ways of doing things. And that's how, I mean, I, I love, love, love the audit leadership program that I've created because I have people who have no audit experience and I expose them to the internal audit profession. Some people have left, like some people have been displaced and they need to kind of go back into the workplace. So I train them to become an auditor into in within six to 10 weeks just to have the foundation. Yeah. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit more um, just for like, I know I've, I'm working with someone that they're fresh out of school. They're in a data mm -hmm. analytics role. They're trying to learn mm -hmm. analytics. Uh, they told they have a, you know, somewhat of a background from their schooling, but um, so they still need like real world experience with that. And then it's also, well, you got to know the audit piece too. So what, how does the audit piece that you're doing in, in, introducing people to audit, teaching them audit. How does that work? Well, right now I, I have a, a few corporate clients who've hired me. So what I do is that if you have an intern or a person who's transitioning into like this person that you're talking about, I will sit down and talk and teach them how to approach an audit with a, pro, with a project. I have case studies. So I teach them the planning phase. They have to create an announcement member, an R, an R, uh, risk control matrix. They have to figure out how to do a lead sheet, how to do sampling, how to really approach testing, how to document your findings, how to present it to the client, not necessarily in a form of a report. I do have them do that, a bridge version. But then I also give them an opportunity to be creative. Present this to me in a presentation. I get... I get funny things. I mean, people come in costumes, 
People come with PowerPoints. <laughs> People record, <laughs> pre-record stuff as I come. I'm from New York in Central Park and then play that back. I mean, I get a whole slew of different things. But the point is, I have them understand the fundamentals of internal audit. And when they leave, they're able to be part of a team and be effective. That's what's missing. A lot of times people come into the audit function and they're like, okay, well, here, here's a, here's a last audit. Here's the last audit. Why don't you just follow those steps? And that's the biggest mistake because no one really taught us how to audit. They teach us how to pass the CPA exam, not to poo-poo on that, but that's reality. But recently they're beginning to see how internal audit is important. And they, they are having a few programs out there that focus on internal audit, but that's new. Yeah. And so that's what my audit leadership program, it works from six to 10 weeks. And then you have me as, uh, as your coach. And then I coach you through it's, it's online. You it's online, but it's more of a hybrid thing because you need that human inter yeah. interaction. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a big fan of those types where it's, Hey, here's a course, take it and okay. Review it with someone to actually talk to you. You, Part of learning is you have to have a, well, you don't have to have a coach, but it definitely shortens the learning curve to have a coach. So um, it's really great. that Bring that, that person over to me. I'll get him as an auditor. Trust All right. me. I'll get him ready. You'll get him taken. I know you will. I know you will. I have nothing but faith in you. Um, I'm just going to read the comments before we start to sure. close up there, Trent. Um, we have Julio. We were talking about mindset and he said, keep an open mind and be consistent. Love it. I think consistency is the key. You know, a little bit of, if, if it makes sense, have discipline to do things differently, have discipline to walk the other direction because it's so easy to just go out the door and, and continue doing what we were doing. And Clarence says, I always tell auditors, you have to change your perception and perspective, right? And I think that's how we create and innovate because it, uh, audit, I think is slow to innovate and this is how we're gonna make it happen faster and enrich everybody in the process. Absolutely, appreciate the, uh, the comments from- I, I I think audit is really like a, a painting. We are really kind of painting a story. And that we're like an artist in some ways, right? Because we're taking something and we're presenting it in a way that senior leadership can digest and understand. So we're translating. And this is what being a French Spanish literature major probably did help because I'm translating. I'm understanding the concept and I'm translating it into a language of business. That's what auditors should begin to start thinking about as they move throughout their career, because they're technical. A lot of us are technical, but being able to translate that into language that's spoken to by the business leaders is so important. And that's how we really add value. Wonderful. I think between the comic that you've created for how to pass a CPA, <laughs> your analogy of an artist's or audit art and um, internal audit, and then how you used internal audit to find a mate, uh, certainly made for an interesting <laughs> show. Uh, expect nothing less from you. Really appreciate it. Uh, we'll start to wrap it up. Uh, this is the audit room. Again, we're live every Tuesday at 11 Central Standard Time on Zoom. That's 11 a.m. Chicago time. Connect with myself and Tracy on LinkedIn to get those links so that you can join us live to ask your questions either in the chat or you can come off video 
and mute and ask your questions there. Uh, I am Trent Russell. Tracy, I'll throw it to you. And then Sabine, if you could close this out, that'd be great. I am Tracy Marquardt, and I want to make sure that everyone also connects with Sabina because she's going to um, be posting about all of her upcoming events and programs, which is super for you to have access to that. Um, I'm here for all things auto communication and just want to drop the word that we have something called serious business games right now. And this is where we turn training into a game with a backstory on it, and you still have learning and quizzes to pass and get CPEs. Um, if you haven't heard about it before, do connect with me or DM me. And if you would like a test license, then please do DM me because I can get that for you. It's valid until the end of April. So you have about 11 days if you want to try one of four games that we have um, on offer right now. And Sabina, I'd like to turn it over to you and ask you for some final words. And could you let us know a little bit more about the summit that's coming up? Yes, a couple of things. So August 17th and 18th. I have a summit coming up called Level Up Internal Audit. We have great speakers there where we have our friend Tracy, who's going to talk about communication and report writing. We have individuals there who have been seasoned, who have been in the industry for a long time, and they're going to provide us with how to brand ourselves in internal audit and other great, great speakers. So join us August 17th and 18th from 6 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. That's one. Second thing, I want everybody who's listening to this to do something new. Do something different outside your normal routine. And this kind of, once you do it, just see how it feels. Because I want us to all continue to grow as individuals. I love the internal audit profession. I want all of us to grow and do great things. So do one new thing and link in and tell me what you did. I'm on, I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Sabine Charles is the name, S-A-B, as you see it on the screen. Link in with me and tell me what great thing you did. With that, I turn it back to you and thank you everyone for just having me be part of this talk today. Thank you, Sabine.